Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. with women who inspire us. The three of us together have a lot of experience discussing real issues that affect real women. Now, we're giving you a chance to actually hear how we talk about the topics in the newsroom behind the scenes here on the Oklahoma Women Want to Know podcast. On this episode of Oklahoma Women Want to Know, a local business has managed to thrive despite threats from large national chains moving in. Spotlight Magic and Costumes is a family-owned and operated costume store right here in Tulsa. We're going to talk to the owner about how they've managed to have success despite threats from those outside companies and how they've added performances to the store. This is really cool. Plus, we'll delve into what's popular, of course, this year ahead of Halloween. But first... I'm April Hill, and I am the midday anchor and news director here at 1023 KRMG, Tulsa's News and Talk. I'm Jen Townley. I'm co-host of the KRMG Morning News with Dan Potter. And I'm Crystal Kelly. I'm a reporter at KRMG. Okay, so introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about the shop and yourself. My name's Sashin Platten, and I've owned Spotlight Magic and Costumes since 1998. How did you get that started? What were you doing at the time and... Well, actually, um, in January of 1998, um, my husband, Mike, came to me, and at the time, we weren't even married. (laughs) We were engaged. We had just gotten engaged about a month before that, and uh, he came to me, and he said, you know, um, Spotlight Magic and Costumes is up for sale right now, and there's a man buying it that doesn't even do magic, and Mike had been going to the shop for since he was a child. Um, he started when he was about six years old doing magic. And so I said, well, that'd be a nice little side thing to have. So I started working the shop, and then uh, years went by, and I bought Mike's <laughs> shares. And so, um, you know, technically I'm 100% owner of the business, but Mike obviously has quite a, a bit of... Of, uh, a role. A yeah. role in it also. We yeah. love female business owners. Yes, yes we, we do. do. Now, I used to go to Spotlight Magic whenever my son was younger because he was really into the magic and the pranks and stuff like that. So I've been going there a long time too. And you guys have really expanded your costumes. We did. When we first, um, the building that we were in in 1998 was at 21st and Garnett. And it was a really like 600 square feet. I mean, it was tiny. And I remember the first Halloween, there was a bathroom in the back and around the top of the bathroom, there was um, shelves lining it. And we got a shipment in and there were all these boxes. And I thought, oh my gosh, how am I going to sell all this stuff? I mean, this was a closet, you know, just tiny. And so, um, we moved about a year later. It was kind of a not great part of town. We felt like we weren't going to grow unless we had a bigger area. So we moved to 21st in Yale. 
a big step up. And when we moved, I thought, oh, my goodness, what am I going to put on these walls? You know, like it was bare. And um, so we were there for 12 years, 13 years, and we were hanging things from the ceiling. You know, <laughs> like we couldn't find more space. We were cramming it in. And um, so then we thought we've just got to move again. And so we moved to 68th the Memorial. It's 6,000 square feet. Wow. wow. Um, and it's packed again. <laughs> now, now, did people think you were crazy when you told them you were going to buy a magic a costume store? You know, I mean, Mike has been doing magic since he was a child. So I think that helps <laughs> the craziness factor, you know. Yeah. Um, for me, my mom, the famous line that my mom said was, I paid all this. I paid all this money for your education, and you're selling fart spray. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. <laughs> no, but she does love it. She she brought a friend in last year around Halloween time, and I heard her over there saying, "I just can't believe she sells all this stuff." And, you know, it's and, a lot more than just fart spray, <laughs> mom. <laughs> and and. We, we, we are going to talk a lot about Halloween, obviously, because that's going to be the fun thing where everybody likes mm -hmm. to, or almost everybody likes to dress up. But you are open all year round. You do we have are. stuff offered for people to rent as well as buy. We do. And it's funny because this time of year, we kind of disguise ourselves as a temporary store. And that sounds crazy, but... Today's, you know, when we started, there were no pop-up shops. There were four costume shops in Tulsa when we first started. There was us, there was Top Hat, there was Costume Closet, and there was Earl's Party Supply. And now we are the only ones left. Um, what has happened is because there are temporary stores that pop up every September, people have just gotten used to thinking everybody's temporary. So they when they walk in our door, they think we're temporary. So we tell every single person that walks in our door that we're not temporary. <laughs> and we make sure that they know, but it's it's probably nine times out of 10, somebody walks in and we'll greet them and say, have you been here before? And they say, yes, we have. And then we go, well, you know, we're year round. And they go, oh, I didn't know that. And so what is the pop-ups, what has that done to your business? Has it put a dent in it, or has it just made it harder for you to keep well, sales up? Well, I mean, we have we have grown each year. Um, unfortunately, our friends that have owned shops over the years, even across the United States, um, these businesses that have just for generations, um, you know, we had some friends in Phoenix that were downtown, three generations, you know, they closed a couple years ago. It's just very hard to compete with online and with temporary shops. You know, they come in and people think they're big, they're going to be cheaper, but they're not. No, they're, it, costumes add up. Mm -hmm. I mean, my daughter was one of the witches from Hocus Pocus last year, mm -hmm. and the outfit was one thing, but she needed the hat. That's right. She needed the this, right. the that. I mean, she it, and everything adds up. Well, but they pay... Because they're only in that space for two months, they pay a crazy amount for their lease. Mm. So where do they make that up? They've got to charge more. And so, you know, we try to be fair. I had a lady come in yesterday with five kids. Um, 
she walked out with a costume for each one of them, and it was $103. Wow. Wow. Um, we have a sale rack that's 75% off um, that's got quite a good selection on it. Uh, usually, you know, it's not anything that's messed up. It's maybe something that I have one of and I just need the shelf space. Um, or the packaging's changed, you know. Um, I have a lot of 1999 costumes. Uh, I have masks. I have all sorts of things. So, you know, I felt like for her to get five costumes for a hundred bucks was pretty good. I know? think I've spent more than a hundred bucks <laughs> on one child. Well, you definitely can. I mean, then we'll yeah. have a couple come in, you know, that'll spend four hundred dollars on because they want to go all out. They well, want to have great. the costume. They want to have the wig. They want to have the makeup. They want to have you know boots for Wonder Woman or whatever it is. And so. Um, you know, you can go either way, but we definitely have, I feel like I've tried really hard to keep at least something for somebody that needs to have a cheaper costume. That's incredible. Well, and then you struggled, I'm sure, during the pandemic because people started going to parties. How did you, you know, survive uh, that? That was actually our best year ever. Really? <laughs> Believe it or not. Um, so we were closed for maybe three weeks, um, totally closed. Um, and those few months between March and June were difficult. So no parties, no school, you know, that's a lot of our event, a, a, a lot of our businesses' events and schools um, during the year. Um, it was very scary. We had bought all this merchandise in January. We go buy all of our, you know, for the year in January. So I had things already coming in before COVID even hit. And, um, I thought, what am I going to do here? You know, I've still got to pay my my rent, and I have nothing coming in. I actually, uh, believe it or not, I actually was doing DoorDash in the evenings. Um, I would open my store, and at 5 o'clock, I would close, and I would go do DoorDash because, you know, personally, we were fine. My husband's job was not affected, um, and I—but I did not want to dip into personal money to pay for my rent. Still had to pay that, had to pay electric, had to pay, you know, all the things you still have to pay, but no customers coming in or very few. Made it through fine. Uh, never had a late payment on rent, made it all the way through. And then we started seeing people wanting to have parties. Did it bother me a little bit? Maybe. I mean, you know, they were still saying, Shouldn't be doing it, but you know, on a business level, <laughs> I had all this product sitting in my store, so um, we just kept selling. We we had people coming in. You know, I remember a day late in October, and I was at the register, and I looked out, and I my store was full of people, wall to wall people, and I thought, oh my gosh, you know, there's stores around here that are not letting that many people in. And we had a guy at the front, a security guy, and I just thought, this is crazy. <laughs> I mean, I was glad because, boy, it would have been bad if I'd have had, there were a lot of businesses, costume businesses that had to, they had to close out. I mean, they, mm -hmm. Earls, they're done, you know, but we made it through and it was actually, that year was our best year ever to that date. Wow. wow. And my son and I are very into costumes. I'm just going to say it. My son's on the spectrum. Mm -hmm. He loves to dress up, always has. So we go to costume shops, and I've been to Spirit, but you guys have 
so much different of a selection, mm-hmm. and especially with accessories. We do. I mean, mm-hmm. now we don't go anywhere else because you guys, I mean, just the feel I had of your a, place. I had a couple of people come in yesterday, and when they walked in, I greeted them or my my guy greeted them, and I heard him say, wow. You know, they come in, they go, wow. And then this lady told me, she said, this place is so much better than where I just went. Well, I mean, now I know that it's not a local store that she's been to. It had to have been mm-hmm. a temp store, you know. Um, so it does. We, I always feel like, I always say we go wide. So when you walk into a temporary store, they'll have maybe 200 of a costume, and they may have it spread out in three or four different areas. We have maybe six of something, maybe a dozen of something if it's very popular. So we have thousands of costumes because, you know, we we go wide. I'm so, sure your store is a lot more pink this year <laughs> with the Barbie trend. Mm-hmm. We, we, uh, we've sold a lot of pink things. It's funny because my employee said, you know, anything can, I mean, Barbie has been everything. Barbie's yeah. been a doctor. Barbie's been, you know, so... It's kind of funny because people come in and they want Barbie. But I, you know, I have um, the cowboy hats that can be interchangeable for Ken or for Barbie. We have an 80s exercise Barbie. Um, What I tried to do when I was (laughs) buying the Barbie costumes is buy the costumes that I could sell for other things. So I bought like the 70s Barbie because we sell a lot of 70s clothing. We sell a lot of 80s clothing. Um, I bought uh, 70s. I bought the exercise outfit. Uh, I bought the box, you know, that you can go in. It's the, the Barbie box. And <laughs> then I bought the hats. But, um, you know, I don't think it's going to be as big as people think. I think it's passed a little bit. Mm-hmm. What, what about you- Jinx? <laughs> Sorry. What about scary costumes? Like, what are the scary costumes this year that are going to, you know, pop out at you? I mean, uh, so, Scream, the Scream license this year had so many more masks than normal. My husband, when I got them all on the wall, he came in and he said, what did you do? <laughs> because, but I've been selling them like crazy. So, there's like a, a gold one, you know, the gold mask with the, still got the black cowl on it. Um, there's a, uh, like a blinged out Scream. There's a green one that's uh, glow in the dark. Um, there's an a. It's called an aged scream. So it looks like he's old and cracked. And Ooh. oh, that's for um, us. Yeah, <laughs> speak yeah. for yourself. And then you have. And then so my <laughs> my um, employees the other day we were unpacking a new shipment, and I kind of. I mean, I like weapons and I like accessories because, like you said, you know, you got to have that. I mean, that's your. That's really your money maker. I yeah, mean, it is. You, it's it's like you know the grocery stores. You know you go in for one thing and you come out with all this other stuff. And it's like you go in for a, a scream mask and you got to get the voice changer. You got to get a knife. You got to get, get the, the blood. You okay. know you got to get the outfit. Yeah, voice so. changer. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yes. yes. Right. Yeah, you don't want anyone to recognize you. Right. <laughs> so there's all sorts of things for that. So scream is probably I would say that's number one. We do a lot of Freddy Krueger. Um, Naturally. Then we have like niche items like Krampus. Uh, 
I don't know if any of you. That, yeah, Krampus. that's that's big with, with my son. Mm-hmm. He, he's Krampus is cool. Um, you know, we even have like older uh, retired. We call them retired Santa suits. That you know, because Krampus had the big long looking Santa robe. And okay, so. I don't have kids, so what's Krampus? <laughs> Krampus is not really, really even a kid. No. Uh, it's just it's a scary. character, kind of like a creepy scary. Christmas scary. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Like a scary <laughs> He's not good. Santa. <laughs> no. He's all evil. <laughs> what about um, politics? Well, who who are the people? Who are people? Are there, is there a lot of Trump Biden people, no. or is that? N- so it really depends on the year. In fact, um, on my timeline uh, a few days ago, it popped up like 10 years ago, and it was all these political masks. So I I don't know exactly what was happening, but but um, we sold a lot that year. So I kind of think it depends on what's going on, you know. Um, definitely, you know, when it was Trump and Biden, I think we sold a lot. Uh, we used to sell a lot of Hillary Clinton and Clinton masks and— um, it just kind of depends, but this year I haven't had one person ask for that. <laughs> what do you ex- what What do people ask for the most? And whether it's cartoon characters or action figures, probably or- superheroes. Uh, we sell a lot of superheroes. Um, you know, kids nowadays though, it's changed so much because they used to come in and they were watching things on TV. Well, we know they don't watch TV anymore. Um, they watch YouTube. Um, or video games. They watch video games. So that whole thing has changed. You know, anime is a huge thing. And the thing with anime is there's hundreds of characters, and none of them, there's maybe one or two that are actually packaged that have somehow got the license and, the, you know, a company has. But they come in and they have this very specific character that there's no way I'm going to have that in a bag. They think that I'm going to just have it all, you know. Mm. So what we try to do is we try to disassemble it and kind of go, okay, well, we can do gloves. We can look at our wigs. We can do makeup. You know, what can, do we have a costume that looks similar? We try really hard um, to do that. Um, do you ever have unusual requests? Oh, yeah. Like what? <laughs> uh, I mean, um you know, I've learned throughout the years to just not ask questions. <laughs> uh, when we first started, I, you know, would ask questions. Then I was like, yeah, I'm not really getting the answers I would want to hear. So I, I don't know. What was some of, of the most bizarre outfits that people wanted? Oh, gosh. I guess bizarre is a relative term, right? I, you know, yeah. I mean, well, that's what, you know, they'll come in and go, I have a crazy question. I'm like, yeah, it's not crazy around here. <laughs> now, I know a lot of the women's costumes are very sexy. There's like mm-hmm. sexy Bo Peep, mm-hmm. sexy superwoman, sexy like everything. <laughs> what is the weirdest sexy costume that you've seen come you know, across? Well, it's funny because a lot of times when I'm, we go in, you know, in January, we'll go to market. And so we'll see all the new stuff coming out. And that's what I say a lot of times. I'm like, who wants to be sexy Darth Vader? Like I, I do. Oh, I think a lot of hot. people. There, I think a lot of people but do. Wasn't there a sexy Bob Ross though? Oh my god! Because I think I, I saw that, seen that like one. a couple years ago, I and I was like, one. "What?" It's just weird to me. Yeah, I mean, and 
I mean, I'm sure obviously somebody out there does, but a lot of times I laugh because I'll see it, you know, a couple of years later, I'll see things on the, like in their sale inventory, you know, the company's sale inventory. And I'm like, yeah, that's why I didn't buy that. I knew, you know, you don't always know, but it's, I, I, I have to, um, I have to tell myself just because I wouldn't wear that doesn't mean that, because I'm pretty conservative. So I have to also, but we, you know, I think the sexy stuff is not quite as much as it used to be. Yeah, it seems like it used to be like everywhere. And now people are kind of wanting to be more real. Mm -hmm. Now you added performances. When did you add that and why? And tell us about that. So actually during COVID, you know, um, we obviously, we like I said, we did great uh, that year. But it kind of was a wake-up call to us um, that we needed to we're, – we're always – we have a mentor um, who's passed away this year, um, Joe Stevens from Wichita, Kansas. And he used to tell us always, find new cheese. He always was telling everybody in our group, find new cheese. So we um, – you know, since Mike's been doing magic for so long – uh, he and his friend, um, Rick Colbert, had, who's a magician, were talking and said, you know, we could do magic in the shop somewhere. Why don't we build a theater in the shop? And I thought, okay, well, where's this going to go? Like, I'm full of costumes. We used to have about 5,000 costume rentals. And, you know, during COVID, people weren't really wanting to rent costumes. Um, and really the last few years, even before COVID, the quality of costumes now that you can buy for a reasonable price are so much better. You know, when we first started, you couldn't go buy a really nice costume for 45 or $50. Mm-hmm. Um, and now you can. So people are like, well, I'll just do that. Why would I rent something for $40, you know, when I can buy it, maybe use it again. So... In, in this process, we were like, okay, I can sell some of my rentals. I'll put them over here on, on racks, uh, ones that we haven't rented out in a while, and we'll, we'll sell those. How much space do we need for the theater? And I'm thinking, you know, not very much space. <laughs> um, then one day they came in and started marking off the space. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. And I was— I'll, I'm, I'll be honest, I was a little mad. I was like, hey, you know, this is taking up a lot of my space here, right in the middle of the store. And so plans started. Uh, we did all this ourselves. Like, we didn't hire anybody. We built the stage. We actually, for the walls, we have grid wall, which is what you put product on. So we have the grid wall. On one side is really, really nice professional curtains hanging. That's the inside of the theater. On the outside, I'm using this space to hang product. Didn't have that before. So I actually ended up with probably a little bit more space than I had to hang product. It all worked out in the end, and we laugh about it now because I was kind of (laughs) mad. I remember one night I was really, really bad. I was just like, this is not going to work. But um, the thing is, is it's worked because people buy tickets to come in to see magic. And those people may not have even known we were in Tulsa selling costumes in July. Um, And so they come in to see the show, and I stand up and I greet them. 
and I introduce Mike, and our daughter Sophia is doing magic now. Um, or I introduce the magician that's sometimes we have people from, you know, out of town, out of state, uh, really well-known people that travel the United States um, doing magic. And so I'll get up and I introduce them. But as I'm introducing them, I also make sure that they know, hey, we are here year-round. Uh, you know, you can come in in February and get whatever you need for uh, Mardi Gras you know, for Easter, we've got your Easter bunnies. If your daughter comes home one day and says, I need a Betsy Ross costume tomorrow for school, Mom, where do you go? And that little theater that you guys have, I've been there. It is adorable. Mm. It's not just something that you guys threw together. This this no, theater is cute. It is professionally done. Like I said, the curtains were probably our biggest expense because they're quality and they're, you know, all, they meet all the codes that need to be met. Um, the stage has high quality sound and lighting, and everything is just really good. Yeah, and really your nice. daughter also—I've seen this show. Uh, your daughter is adorable, yeah. and she's so animated. Uh-huh. And just seeing her and Mike uh-huh. together mm-hmm. in their little back and forth routine yeah. is just the cutest. She thing. has a lot of fun. She's twelve. Um, she actually just got uh, accepted into Tulsa Youth Opera, so she's doing that. But she loves drama, um, and she likes to sing, and she has never minded being center stage, which is half the battle, you know, of, of a performer. Um, and so she, you know, she's enjoying it. We don't know how long that'll last. It's you know how kids are, <laughs> but we're we're doing it for now. <laughs> so. Okay, so tell us how do we find tickets to go to the show, and how do we find your shop is it online? What do we, we do? We are at 68th and Memorial right now. We're open every day. Um, you know, as we get into October, it'll be longer hours. But right now we're 11 to eight, um, and Sundays 12 to six. Um, we do have a, a website, um, but it's really best. Our inventory changes so much. It's really best to come in or call us. You know, somebody can call us. We know exactly where everything is. Um, okay, for tickets too, you suggest so they come in? Or? No, uh, you can come in. Eventbrite.com is where our tickets are sold. So our theater is called The Magic Attic. And um, we have shows pretty much every weekend. During the year, we have a show at 3 p.m. It's a matinee show. It's great for kids. We have a lot of grandkids, you know, uh, grandparents and their grandkids come. Um, families, I mean, we'll have, you know, families of 10, all ages, and, it, and they love it. Um, so that show is 15 for adults and 12 for kids. And then we have shows in the evenings on Saturdays, sometimes two special shows. So, yeah, eventbrite.com, and then um, Spotlight Magic and Costumes is spotlightmagic.com. Okay. Well, thank you. We know you're really busy right now because of the time of year, so we appreciate <laughs> yeah. you coming in. It was yeah, fun. Thank, thank you. you, guys. <laughs> All right. And we'll see you next time on Oklahoma Women Want to Know podcast. Make sure you hit subscribe. Thank you for joining us once again on Oklahoma Women Want to Know. Tune in each Wednesday at 5 a.m. for the latest episode, and don't forget to drop us a review. You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. 
LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply.